What's up, what's up, Illini Nation? Ricky Widmer here, and I am back for another episode of Locked On Illini right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we get into everything that I'm going to talk about today, I want to clear some things up. I want to apologize to you guys missing an episode yesterday. Really rough Wednesday um, with the regular day job and was kind of feeling under the weather. So I apologize for not getting an episode out to you yesterday, but I am back, and boy, do we got... A lot to talk about today. Going to be taking a look at AD Josh Whitman. He gets an extension. I'm going to give my thoughts about that and kind of why the University of Illinois would extend Whitman the extension at this time. And then we're going to take a recruiting focus on the basketball side of things. Had a big, big letter of an intent, a big LOI inked for the Fighting Illini as Andre Corbello is now a member of of the Fighting Illini, and I'm also going to take a look at a decision that's going to be happening next week with a Chicago prospect, Adam Miller, and kind of figure out where the Illini stand in his decision between Arizona, Illinois, and Louisville. But before we get into everything, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Illini. That's where you're going to find out everything when I'm watching games. That's where I'm going to be reacting to them. That's where I'm going to be answering some of your questions, but really taking in questions for the mailbag that I'm going to have weekly. That is starting next week, next Tuesday. I'm going to compile everything. The Wednesday episode is going to be our first mailbag of the year. So make sure to get your questions in at Lockdown Illini. Also, if you're not on Twitter, you can always shoot me an email, LockedOnIllini at gmail.com. I'll also take questions there. But let's get into it. The first thing we'll take a look at is A.D. Josh Whitman being extended by the university. Um, according to, I'm getting this from the ChampagneRoom.com of the SB Nation Network. Um, Whitman, who took over in March of 2016 and quickly hired Lovey Smith, was extended through the 2023-2024 academic year after the university's board of trustees approved it Thursday morning. His new term runs through June 30th of 2024. And Josh Whitman also penned a letter on fightingillini.com that expressed his thoughts at this time. It said, Hope and I are humbled by the university's generosity, grateful for the many friendships we have formed over these first years at, of my tenure and appreciative of the opportunity to continue raising our young children in Champaign-Urbana. I cannot adequately express the pride I feel to represent our Fighting Illini family in such a meaningful capacity, and I look forward to continuing our shared pursuit of excellence in the years to come. So my first thought, all the responses of this have been that I've seen on Twitter and everything from Illini Nation have been generally positive about this. We had many people congratulating um, Josh Whitman. There's a lot of people that are saying, let's continue the hard work that we've put on since he took over in 2016. And my first thought, I'm going to be completely honest. I went not really a negative connotation with it, but my first thought was like, Are we extending the AD before anything is kind of proven? And that thought was quickly, I put the kibosh on it because 
you got to look what Whitman has done since he was hired in 2016. He immediately got rid of Bill Cubitt because we were just coming out of that was the we had the Tim Beckman. We had the best year under Tim Beckman that we could have had in what was that year? That was the let me pull it up here. That was the 2014 football season. Best year we've ever had. We were six and seven, had a bowl game, although we lost that bowl game in the heart of Dallas Bowl. I think that was to Louisiana Tech. Yeah, that was to Louisiana Tech. Um, lost that game. Beckman was fired because of all the off-the-field stuff that was coming out about the locker room and the culture at Illinois. Cubit takes over, offensive coordinator, now the head coach. Five and seven year, not exactly where we wanted to be. Took a step back. Whitman immediately came in and said, nah, this ain't going to fly. Cut the cord there. Immediately went out and got a guy like Lovey Smith. And it helps that, I mean, the first year under Lovey was a three and nine year. And then technically we took a step back going winless in the Big Ten and two and ten overall compared to three and nine. But you look ever since Lovey's second year, four and eight the second year with two wins in the Big Ten. And now we have our best football season since that Tim Beckman year in 2014. So it looks like the football year or the football program is going up. Now I know four wins in a row kind of helps with that. Like you go back to earlier in the season, everyone was calling for Lovey's head. If these couple wins that we had in football don't happen, does Whitman get extended? I don't know. But then you got to look at the basketball side too, where Whitman came in and for basketball, when he came in, it was right during John Gross's tenure. John Gross was towards what now would be the end of his tenure. Gross wasn't making the tournament early on. It was the first year we had him boom, made the tournament. But many people saw that as he made the tournament with Bruce Weber's guys that, Hey, Bruce Weber shouldn't have been fired after that 2012 um, season, the 2011-2012 season, and that Gross made that NCAA tournament with the help of Bruce Weber's recruits. Ever since then, what, the furthest that John Gross went was the NIT second round and the two years of his, the two last years, I should say, of his tenure at Illinois, didn't even make the postseason, even as an 18. Now that 18 and 14 year was a little funky in my case because you could have made a case, but, you know, they went 8-10 and 10 in the conference and kind of sputtered out there. But he went ahead and immediately said, nope, we're moving on here. Jamal Walker is the interim for, what, the last three games? And he went out and got a guy like Brad Underwood. He got his guy in both football and in both basketball. And I think what helps is when you look at both for football – Right now, this year, you're seeing the tangible results with Lovey Smith. You're seeing the winning that is going out on the field. Now, like I said, if you don't win those games, we got some problems. Maybe there's a little bit of a discussion that is being had here. But fact is, we won those games. We're feeling high right now. Then you look at the basketball team and... Yeah, you can say since Brad Underwood took over, 14 and 18, 4 and 14 in the conference's first year. The next year, less wins overall, 12 and 21 last year, even with a high recruit like Ayo Desumu, 7 and 13, though, in the conference. So a little bit of 
a higher uptick in wins in the conference, but you look at the recruits that are now coming in with Brad Underwood, and that's why you give that first season kind of a pass because Brad Underwood was doing it mostly with John Gross's guys, and as we could see through that tenure, John Gross's recruits were not as good. I shouldn't say not as good because I love the guys that were on those teams, but it was just the results weren't there. Now we're seeing guys like Ayo Desumu come in, Kofi Coburn now coming in, a guy I'm going to talk about in a second, and Andre um, Coburn. We've got potentially a Chicago kid in Adam Miller coming in. There's a certain sense of want to be an Illinois fighting Illini that we haven't seen in some time from some of these better recruits, especially in the state of Illinois, looking at a guy like maybe Adam Miller, who I'm going to talk about later, and Ayo DeSumo, both Morgan Park guys. I think that's the main reason why Whitman got extended, and I think it's overall a good thing because the best thing you can do right now if you're the University of Illinois is kind of keep consistency. The worst thing right now is would be to get rid of Whitman. Like if you were going to say, well, what has the teams done? Like, oh, we're, oh, we're just a bowl team and football basketball team isn't in a tournament. If you're one of those guys, that's like, or girls that's like, Hey, let's go ahead and get someone new. We haven't done anything. Let's keep this train rolling a little bit. I don't think this story has fully played out in the Josh Whitman era. And I know other people are going to say, well, Ricky, it's more than just football and basketball that played into this. If you know anything about that or focus on anything, I know like the volleyball team is usually good, but the two sports that I focus on for Illinois are football and men's basketball, a little bit of baseball here and there. But I think that success is a big reason of why he got extended and it's good. It keeps the consistency. It keeps everything moving forward. We're not going to get a new AD coming in that potentially fires Lovey, potentially puts Brad Underwood on the hot seat. They don't have to worry about their jobs being in jeopardy. And we can kind of see if the football team takes another step forward next year. We can see if the basketball team takes it, not just, well, we got to see what they do this year, but if they take that another step forward next year. So overall, I think it's the right move. This was the right move by the University of Illinois to extend Josh Whitman. And before we take our first break, the one thing I did want to point out, you should definitely, definitely, definitely go check out this article because it's a great site, great writer. I know Reese very well um, from my time writing at Writing Illini, but at writingillini.com, Reese Woodcock wrote an article thanking Illinois players who have stayed committed and that's a big thing. Like I know his was more, he wrote this on the football side because of what we've seen with the football team this year, but that's a big part of it too. These football players that have stayed committed to this team to make sure that they're here when that turnaround happens, when Illinois starts to make that comeback to being one of those premier programs that we know this school could be. So Go ahead and check that out. I'm actually going to put it on Twitter for all of you guys to check out. So Lockdown Illini on Twitter. Um, you can go ahead and find that. It's a great piece. Just thank you, Illinois players who have stayed committed is the headline for Reese's article. But we're going to take a break. When I come back, we're going to switch to basketball recruiting. I'm going to go ahead and talk about Andre 
Curbello, who has inked, he has signed. I'm going to give my thoughts about him. So don't touch that dial. Don't touch your phone. We'll be back right after this break. And welcome back into Locked On Illini right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Ricky Widmer here, and let's break down some big recruiting news. One's big recruiting news. One is potential big recruiting news for the Illinois basketball team. The first one already happened. It happened on Wednesday. Andre Curbelo, he inked his paper. He put his John Hancock on his LOI, and he is going to be a member of the Orange and Blue starting next fall. And the big thing about this and why it's so huge is it's not just one of those things where you look at it and go, oh, Ricky, well, of course it's huge. He's just outside the top 50. I'm looking at um, 247sports.com, by the way, um, where nationally he's the 55 or 55th, I should say, ranked recruit in the nation. He's the top recruit from Puerto Rico, um, although he does his high school is Long Island Lutheran in uh, New York. Not only is he the top 10 point guard in the class behind just such names like um, Nix, who's going to UCLA, like Jeremy Roach, who's going to be playing at Duke next year, Caleb Love, who's going to UNC. He's not just a top 10 point guard. He is a guard that Illinois can potentially hang their hat on to help the team next year. And just some of the quotes from Brad Underwood about what Curbelo is going to bring to the table. The first one is Underwood said, you almost sat in awe. I kept watching myself smile all the time. Like, wow, did you see that? Did you see that? I just kept smiling. He went on to also say, I think he is without question the best passing guard in the country. He's an elite passer. I've compared him. It's unfair because he's a high school kid, but I've compared him to Steve Nash in terms of his ability in ball screens, his ability to make his teammates better. He has the ability to raise the level of everybody he he's on the court with. An unbelievable leader, a young man who has tremendous charisma and personality. He always has a smile on his face. And I know what you're thinking, Ricky. Brad Underwood can love him, but what is he going to bring to this Illinois team? And I think it's very interesting that Illinois gets this commit because the one thing you got to think about is, first off, a guy who has played very well for us so far in three games and was one of the big reasons why we actually won the first game against Nichols. You've got Andres Felice. He's going to be graduating at the end of the year. You're also thinking that you're going to lose Ao Desumu after this year as well, because he's, let's be honest, he's going to the NBA draft. He almost left us last year, but the only reason Ao came back was because he didn't like where his draft stock would be. Now, that could happen again. Let's say he doesn't like his draft stock and he thinks that he can up it one more time. There's a possibility, but I'm not holding my breath on that. I think Desumu is going to be an NBA draft prospect in this year's pool. So that means it really comes down to right now, the backcourt that we're looking at is going to be a 
pass. Uh, I'm going to call him a pass first guard just because you've got Underwood kind of talking a lot about his passing ability, but you've got a passing guard like Curbelo who's going to be paired up now with what's going to be the veteran Tim Frazier. They're going to be our main, I want to say they're going to be our main backcourt. And I know a guy that I'm going to talk about next in Adam Miller can just make that backcourt even better. But this is a guy Illinois needs a facilitator, I think, because right now I feel like the best thing when Illinois is on the court is when that ball is moving, we're having our best time out there. And the thing with AO is I know AO sometimes drives in, kicks it out, but I feel like the drive first guards like AO Desumu is, it's really, he's not looking to pass first. He's looking to drive to the lane. He's going to finish or He's looking for the ball to be passed out to him so he can put up his shot. He's a scorer, not really of a passer. It's going to be nice to have a guy like Curbelo who, I mean, he can finish. He can go to the rim, but he's not like, he's not a guy that's going to blow you away with like his physical ability. He's kind of like, like it says on 24-7 sports, what they have on their evaluation. He's an average in most all physical playmakers. Um, But the thing that he's going to bring to the court is not just his passing ability, but in order to be a great passer out there. And this is where, this is where the Steve Nash comparison is very, very critical for Brad Underwood. His basketball IQ is phenomenal. And when you have, when you're making plays when you're, making plays in the passing game, your basketball IQ has to be off the charts because I just think of it, I know this isn't an Illinois thing, but I'm going to bring, I'm also a Bulls fan, I'm going to bring in what I see the Bulls doing in most games where I know they're a young team, but most of the time it's like they don't make the right passes because they don't see the mismatches that are out there. I feel like a guy like Curbelo with a high basketball IQ, a guy who is also going to, you know, make the right passes in the right situations. He's going to be a guy that sees those mismatches. And when you've got a guy, I haven't mentioned him so far. When you got a guy like Kofi sitting down there on the block, sitting in the middle, Big men can't do it themselves. Big men have to be fed. You got to feed them the ball in order for them to score. Curbelo's going to get Kofi the ball. Curbelo is going to feed the big man. So, I mean, I look at it and I think this is a slam dunk, no pun intended, for the Fighting Illini because they need a guy who is going to, you know, not be that guy that's going to put the team on his back score you don't need a bunch of scores out there you need some guys that are going to make the right plays make the right passes to get other people involved and of course when like I said when you got a guy like Kofi Coburn down there on the block in the middle you got to go ahead and feed him and I feel like Corbello or Curbello is going to be a guy that feeds the big man and gets this ball movement kind of going for this but We're going to take one more break before we do. 
let me tell you a little bit about Roman. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. And welcome back into the podcast, Illini Nation. Let's close everything out. In the last segment, talked about Andre Curbelo, who has already put his John Hancock on his LOI. He's going to be a member of the Orange and Blue. Now let's take a look at a guy who is going to make his decision on November 21st, a week from right now as I am recording this podcast. So when you are listening to this podcast a week from now, not only will I be giving my final thoughts going into the football game against Iowa, but there's a good chance one of the segments next week after Thursday, because November 21st is when he's making his decision, there's going to be a good chance I am talking about Adam Miller on one of next week's shows, probably the Thursday show going into Friday. And this is a big, 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 big deal for Illinois basketball as on Twitter on November 11th, this past Monday, Adam Miller sent out a tweet at AceWolf44 and he said, I will verbally be I will be verbally committing November 21st with a heart. And then there's a graphic and the final three, Arizona, Illinois, Louisville. And you can read into this however you want. You can read in that both pictures, like he's got all three with him and the jerseys for each school. You can read in that Illinois is right in the middle. You can read in that. Out of all of them, it's like he's got a straight face for Arizona, straight face for Louisville, Illinois. He's got the flexed arms. He looks the most excited in that picture. You can read all into that if you want. I don't think that matters of what school he's going to. There's a part of me in recruiting, and I know that I should probably get rid of this stipulation sooner rather than later, but the I'm going to call it the Cliff Alexander Syndrome always just gets fumbled around in my head of like when a prospect or when a recruit names Illinois final three, I try to not hype myself up. I try to not hype myself up because it's like, I'll believe it when I see it. And then I am basically surprised if the recruit actually picks Illinois. I, I do that more of for a me thing. So I'm not super hyped up and super let down um, when these high school kids go ahead and choose a school that's not the Fighting Illini. But the reason why Adam Miller is a crucial, like, I feel like because of the recruit we talked about in the last segment in Andre Curbelo, because Curbelo is a Fighting Illini, I think his signing of his letter of intent makes Adam Miller even more of a big deal and even more of a crucial add for the fighting Alana because not only is Miller a top third or top 50 recruit just outside the top 50 nationally on 27 or 24/7 sports.com not only is he a top 10 shooting guard in the nation He's also a top two recruit in the state of Illinois. There is only one recruit in Illinois that is ranked higher than Adam Miller, and that is DJ Stewart, 
who has already signed his letter of intent to play for Coach K and the Dukies in Durham. And that's a big deal. And especially because also of where Adam Miller goes to school. Right now, he is a Morgan Park high school basketball player. We're trying to, and you can say we're trying to or not. Maybe it's the AO thing that makes me think about this, but we, if we get, we already got AO, obviously. If we get Adam Miller, maybe we can now start creating a, not just a pipeline with Morgan Park, but we need to, and Illinois needs to make a pipeline with the city of Chicago because I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. You guys have not heard my thoughts on this, but I have thought for years and years and years that Illinois in basketball needed to do the same thing that coach Snellenberger did in his days with the Miami Hurricanes football team. That my belief has been that Illinois basketball needs to put a rope around the city of Chicago and their mindset needs to be nobody leaves this city. The only way they're going to a basketball team is if they are going to our team. Basically nobody leaves us for somebody else. And of course the first few years of this mindset, are you going to get those recruits? The top guys? No, but sooner or later, when those other guys like the top two, top three start coming over to your school, then those top ones will come to follow. And that's what I feel. I feel like we're getting there. Like we're now in the discussion. Like I am talking about Adam Miller, who is the second ranked recruit in the state. And he is from the city of Chicago. Like most of these players that are at the top of their game in the state of Illinois If you look at it, DJ Stewart, Whitney Young, he's in the city of Chicago. Adam Miller, Morgan Park, city of Chicago. Marcus Watson, right behind him, city of Chicago. Um, Matrice Mitzel, Bloom High School. Chicago Heights, suburbs of Chicago. Tyler Beard, Whitney Young, Chicago. Um, Aaron Euless, brother of Tyler Euless, Marion Catholic University. Chicago Heights, suburbs of Chicago. The top six recruits are all from Chicago. Then you look at even eight and nine. You've got um, Ramin Ramin Hinton, Ramin Hinton, Curie, Chicago, and then Keyshawn Williams, Bloom High School, Chicago Heights, suburbs of Chicago. So, I mean, you look at most of these high-end basketball talents in the state of Illinois are coming out of Chicago. The fighting line I need to rope that off and make sure these top recruits from this city do not leave to go to Duke, do not leave to go elsewhere. And with Adam Miller, we got to make sure that we get this done. And I know at this point it's like, well, Ricky, they can't do much more. We did everything we could. Now it's all in his hands to decide where is he going to go. And the thing that there's a soft thought in my head, And this is a question that I'm going to propose to you guys is, do you think the game against Arizona is going to influence Adam Miller? Do you think it's possible that he chooses Arizona over us? Because maybe that last game, Hey, 
Arizona's got some special things, yada, yada, yada. Maybe he chooses the um, Wildcats over us. But, no, I I think Adam Miller would fit perfectly with the Fighting Illini because of, like I said, Andre Corbella on this team because the best thing that Adam Miller brings to the table is offensively he is the best, the best when he's off the ball. When he's a catch-and-shoot guy and then can attack on closeouts, that's where he's at his best. And who's going to get him the ball so that he can catch and shoot so that he doesn't have to work with the ball in his hands, doesn't have to be a playmaker, putting the ball on the ground, Andre Curbelo. So for me, I think it's a no-brainer that Adam Miller should pick the Illini. Of course, I am a biased thought here. I am an Illini fan. Of course, I would think that the Illini are the best choice for him, but I just look at it especially just from an offensive perspective. You're the best catch-and-shoot guy, or your best offensively being a catch-and-shoot guy. Huh, we got one of the best passers in this recruiting class to come over to our team. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you pick the Fighting Illini? And also, if we got him, a little cherry on top would be his defense because he's a very physical defender, especially against that guard position. So we can put him against the best guard on other teams. And hopefully he develops maybe into a lockdown defender for the Illini who could be a good catch and shoot guy on the other side. I am hoping and praying and hoping and praying that Adam Miller chooses us over Arizona, but we're only playing the wait and the wait and see game. But if he chooses us, Next year is going to be something very, very special because I didn't even mention this when I was talking about Andre uh, Curbelo, and I did want to mention this going forward, is next year, like I mentioned, we lose Felice, we lose Ayo Desumu. We have Trent Frazier. We have Curbelo signed as LOI. If we get Adam Miller, that is another top prospect that's going to be in that backcourt. And don't forget, we get D3 transfer Austin Hutchinson. Throw him into that mix because right now he's on a redshirt season. We get him after he had to sit out via the transfer rules. So, I mean, we're adding some guys next year to where Adam Miller, it's going to be, I'm going to use a Bulls thing, but with us, come run with us. Come be a part of this. When we flip that page, turn that story, add in Kofi Coburn, like this team could be something special. And I'm really hoping that Anna Miller makes that commit and says our name puts on our hat next week over the Arizona Wildcats and the Louisville Cardinals. But that is going to do it for the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know, obviously, what you guys think about anything that I talked about today. You can give me your opinions and your questions for the future mailbags on Lockdown Illini on Twitter, or you can send me an email, LockedOnIllini at gmail.com. Thank you guys again for spending a little bit of your day with me, listening to me talk about Illinois football and Illinois basketball. I'll be back tomorrow for my last podcast of the week. But as always, have a good day, everybody.